Welcome to another audio podcast from ChristChurchHealing.org. I'm going to speak tonight from a, a, a chapter of scripture that you will all have read, pretty much, I'm sure. And it's uh, from 1 Samuel 17, verse 29. Is that all right, Mary? 1 Samuel 17, and I'm going to start from verse 29. And it's the story of uh, uh, David and Goliath. So, uh, has anyone not heard the story of David and Goliath? Steve, you need to read your Bible more. (laughs) So it's a very famous story, David and Goliath. And, uh, you know, to, to, to recap, the Philistine armies and the Israelite armies are facing off across a valley... Philistines on one mountain um, and the Israelites on the other side with a a flat plain valley in the middle and um, the armies are lined up for battle Um, the Philistines are trying to take uh, a piece of land that belongs to Judah I believe and um, they send out a champion don't they or a champion strides out from them called Goliath a man of Gath, a giant of a man you know the story and he shouts out his challenge all fight me. If any of you guys win, uh, we'll be your servants. But if we win, if I win, you'll have to be our servants. And uh, that was that, that's basically the the pricey or the first bit of the story. And then I'm going to pick it up from verse 23 because uh, I want to pick out some points uh, really about David tonight. But as I read this uh, chapter again and again, there's so much in it that you could pick out for yourselves. Um, but just these few points about David tonight. Then as he talked with them, there was the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines. And he spoke according to the same words, so David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. See the men of Israel said, sorry, so the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come to defy Israel. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches, will give him his daughter and give him his father's house and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach of Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in this manner, saying, So shall it be done for the man who kills him. Then Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men. And Eliab's anger was aroused against David. And he said, Why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart. For you have come down to see the battle. And David said, What have I done now? Is there not a cause? Then he turned from him toward another and said the same thing. And these people answered him as the first ones did. Now, when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul, and he sent for him. Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are as a youth, you are a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. 
And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. So Saul clothed David with his armour. He put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armour and tried to walk, for he has not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch which he had. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David, and the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you and take your head from you. This day I will give the carcasses, the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag, took out a stone, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in the forehead, so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword drew it out of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Praise God. So, a bit of a a long reading there. I did debate reading the whole chapter, but it is quite long. takes a bit of a long time. So, David and Goliath. Um, A lot of what I'll say tonight you've probably heard already. Hopefully, some of what I say tonight will encourage you and stick in your heart and maybe something new for you. Um, so we would, we would see and know that Day, uh, Goliath in this story, he represents something, doesn't he? He's a representation, um, an object, a situation perhaps, a person, a relationship, a behaviour. But he's an obstacle which stands between God's people and where God wants them to go. Or in this case, between God's people and their rightful property. They owned uh, the piece of land that they were fighting over. And this Philistine was standing in the way of them having something that God had already told them was theirs. And he created fear and confusion. He brought Israel to a standstill. One giant out of an army brought an army of Israel to a standstill. Because they wouldn't go forward. Because they were frightened. All the men, when they heard the uh, Goliath shouting his, uh, his come on, I'll have you, 
they all fled. They were fearful and they fled. So he, he'd created a standstill. And actually he'd created a lack of faith because God had said to his people, go into the land and subdue it. And not subdue it, take it over. The people that are there, you'll fight them and you will win and you will take the land. But because of this Philistine, they're suddenly, whoa, we can't do that. We can't do that. And you read in the Old Testament, don't you, a few times, the people of Israel have they've take, taken a step back because of something that was before them. And this Philistine was that obstacle at that time. So for us today, uh, Goliath is still trying to do what he did then. Obviously, we don't see a great seven and a half footer, eight foot giant, you know, from Gath. Uh, I'd run a mile, I think, you know, with a huge spear and a shield. But we do have situations in our lives that stand before us. And they seek, the devil uses them to seek to stop us going forward in what God has got for us. Stop us getting where God wants us to be. Or maybe moving in the freedom that he has gained for us by Jesus dying on the cross. So, for example, uh, you might be praying for healing and you've not seen it come. That, that can become a massive obstacle for you because every time you hear someone preaching that God heals, your brain may think, well, yeah, he does, but will he heal me? You know, does he really want to heal me? You see, this, this uh, Goliath that is, has kind of stood in front of you can try and drain your faith away, try and get in the way. Um, you may have someone at work that, in your mind, you really hate being with. You, you, you just can't get on with them. They don't get on with you. You rub each other up the wrong way. And uh, you, you know that, in your mind, you shouldn't be like that because God said, love your enemies. Pray for them. But actually, when you see this person, it, it, you know, it's like a barrier. This, this one thing is a barrier to your, to your Christian walk because you can't love him. You don't want to love him. You don't like him. And if you, could, if you really could, you'd ask the boss to sack him. Do you see what I mean? It becomes this obstacle, this big Goliath. And there are many things, obviously, that you could think of that may stand in your way of of getting that next bit on uh, with your Lord Jesus. So I said I wanted to look at David. And the first thing that I want to look look at about David is that he was prepared to stand up in faith against this giant. None of the rest of the army would stand. They all could have. Because they all knew God, they all followed God, they would have seen the things that God had done. Even Saul, the king, who was God's anointed king, could have stood up and fought Goliath. Not in the same way that David did with the sling and stone, but if he'd have stood up, I believe God would have uh, used him for it. But none of them would stand up. So David stood up in faith. And uh, if we read in Hebrews 11, chapter 1... Uh, Sorry, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. A very famous, again, passage of scripture. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is an evidence and a substance. It's a real thing. It's something that you say, Yes, I know that that's what God is like. I know that God can overcome this thing. Because you've got real faith and you know it. You just know that God is going to do it. And that's where David was. He said, who is this Philistine dog? Who is this giant who's standing there and defying God? Who's cursing us? Who is he to do that? You can see this faith. David's standing on something solid. And then he, he talks to various people. 
but he's sure, he believes that God will deal with those that stand in his way. And he also is prepared to stand up and do something about it. He's prepared to stand in his faith, uh, realising and believing that God won't let him down. So it's not saying, yeah, God will deal with that. Saul, you better get up. It's, God will deal with that. I'm going. I'll get up. No problem. I've got faith. So um, if you look in verse 26 and in verse uh, 32, you, you, can see, you can start to see his faith coming up. Uh, verse 26, sorry. Then David spoke to the men, saying, What shall be done for this man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine? So you can see it rising up in him. And then in verse 32... David's talking to the king now. Let no one's heart fail. So he's now, he's talking in his faith. He's, he's proclaiming. Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with the Philistine. I'm going to go and fight with the Philistine. Don't worry, O king. And then immediately his faith is tested by the king. In the very next verse, verse 33, Saul said to David, you're not able to go against this man. You're small and he's big, to, to paraphrase. You, you're, you're really nobody. You look after sheep and he fights. And he's fought, he's fought for many years and you haven't. Impossible. So he, he gets his faith knocked, if you like. He stands up in faith and immediately his own king tries to knock him over. You can't do this. But David isn't going to be put off by people knocking his faith his king knocking his faith. He was going to stand up no matter what. And uh, a little bit later on, you can see uh, again that uh, David says in verse 34, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it. I struck it. And when it rose up against me, I killed it. So I've killed a lion and a bear and God delivered me. So again, he's always bringing God back into it. God delivered me. And God's going to do it for me now. This Philistine will be just the same as this bear. And um, when Goliath stands before you, or me, we need to stand in faith. And it can be very hard, because remember, Goliath was actually not... He was, he was causing the faith of Israel to waver. And sometimes when we come up against our Goliath, whatever it may be, and there are various Goliaths in our life, aren't there? It's important that we are prepared to stand in faith, that we remember what God has told us, what he's taught us uh, from our Bibles, what we've heard preached from the pulpit, um, from our own experiences. David drew on his own experiences, and we can too. We will have all seen different ways that God has helped other people. Um, Do you see what I mean? So we draw on other people's testimonies, our own testimonies, and more importantly, the word of God. David knew um, who God was and what he was about. And that's why it's so important for us as Christians to know what this Bible says. Um, We heard from Peter last week, didn't we, that things can creep in and seem right for a little while, but actually they they go off at a tangent. So it's important that we know what God says so that we can stand on it. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. If you don't know this too well, how can you uh, let faith rise in you? from this. So it's very important for us to read our Bibles, especially uh, to deal with Goliath, and also obviously to draw on our own and other people's um, experiences. And people can knock our faith, can't they? And when I was um, preparing, the one thought that came into my mind was healing. 
It's very easy for people to knock our faith in healing. Because I believe that God wants us all to be whole. Um, He died on the cross and part of that was for us to be healed. By his stripes we are healed. And uh, Jesus, when he was alive on earth, in many towns and villages, the Bible says he healed all the sick. All that were brought to him he healed. Now I know that in some passages of the Bible it says that Jesus didn't do many healings or couldn't do many healings. So there are times when Jesus perhaps doesn't heal us. I'm still wearing glasses, but I'm praying that God will heal my eyes. And I'm believing that God wants me to be whole. God wants you to be whole. So I want to say to you tonight, don't listen to people when they try and knock your faith. Um, Especially for healing, that's the thought that I had. If you're praying for healing, you may have been praying, praying for healing for years. God wants you to be whole. I don't know the reason that you're not whole, but God wants you to be whole. So keep praying. There was a persistent widow, wasn't there, that Jesus told us about. And she kept going back to the unjust steward. Get justice for me, get justice for me, get justice for me. So keep, keep praying. Keep coming to the front. The Bible says, call for the elders, let them anoint you and pray for me. The prayer of faith will heal the sick. Keep on coming to the front. I got really put off for some reason. It was my own mind, I think, that did it. I got put off from coming out to the front because I came a few times and nothing happened. See, that Goliath put me off. I let the Goliath put me off because I didn't, I didn't want to stand in faith anymore. So I want to encourage you, keep standing in your faith for healing. God loves you and he wants to make you whole. Don't let your faith be put off. And the same can go for any um, things that we're um, having our faith tested by. So how do we, how do we have faith and how do we uh, stand in faith? Well, I've said faith comes from the word. And um, if we need faith in a situation, we can pray and ask God. If we haven't got the faith to stand, we can pray, Lord, help me to stand. Help me to stand in faith. And then uh, the second uh, point I want to look at is David stood as he was. Saul tried to put his armour on him, didn't he? So said, oh, have a bit of a shield, some, some heavy breastplate there, because you'll need that in case, he, in case he whacks you with his sword. You have a bronze helmet, you better have my spear and oh, have my sword as well. And you know, David's there. I can't stand up in this. I can't do it. And there are many things when we come to stand and when we come to press through, there are many different ideas. There's lots of books that will tell you how to do it. This is how you build a church. This is how you get healed. This is how you see success in your life. This is how you do this and this is how you do that. Well, actually, God will use you to get through what you need to get through as you are and where he has got you to. You don't need to buy 50 books on the subject because you've got the book on the subject and you've got access to our loving Heavenly Father through prayer. So don't let Saul put his armour on you. (laughs) Uh, Remember that God is going to get you through this just with you because David uh, got through. Obviously he had his sling. He'd acquired that skill and that is what God was going to use. That's not to say that advice shouldn't be listened to. Um, If we look in Proverbs uh, chapter 24, verse 6. For by wise counsel you will wage your own war and in a multitude of counsellors there is safety. I guarantee you Somebody probably will have been through what you're going through in this church. 
And uh, I would, Ralph here is the pastor and he will be able to advise you. So taking sound advice isn't uh, a thing not to do, if you see what I mean. Uh, You're not on your own. You should take sound advice, but don't worry when people try and say, this is definitely how you do it, this is how it's going to work, here's the formula, this boss bash. Because uh, it doesn't work like that, but we we can take sound advice. And rushing on, because time's going away. Um, David was always at pains to to bring God back into it. Um, God will give your head to me, is basically what he's saying to the Philistine. God will do this. God delivered me from the bear. Uh, and the lion, God's going to do it with the uh, Philistine. So it was always, God's going to do it. I'm here, and I'm standing, but God's going to do it. So in our lives, when we're confronted by um, hard issues that you know, make us want to sit down and bury our heads, remember that as we stand in faith, we go forward as we are, remember that God is always the one who's going to do it. You'll be there on the ground You'll be taking the action, but God will be giving the victory um, and only him. David, I don't believe, could have done it without God. Because let's face it, Goliath was a giant. And Goliath was a fighter since since his youth. And David was a small guy. So we see that, logically, God had to have had uh, something in it. God brought the victory. And God will bring the victory in your lives. And when he does, let's, let's boast only that God has done it. God's got me through. God's helped me to love that horrible person at work. Uh, God's healed me. God's, God's done it. Do you see what I mean? Always remember to give the glory to God when he, when he brings you through. So, I hope that's been of um, some use to you. I hope you'll be encouraged by that. If you're going through a difficult period, remember, David stood up in faith. So you can stand up in faith. And God will see you through it. He, remember, he's leading you to perfection before your father God in heaven and you'll get there because God Jesus is the author and he's the finisher so you're on your journey with him trust in him because he's going to bring you through it will end this uh, period of standing in front of Goliath will come to an end Um, the Israelites put all the uh, Philistine army to flight by the way and they killed loads of them so they had a really good victory and they took what was theirs so we can too Amen